1: All right, Lucas. Are we taking turns? Are we taking turns? Okay, just wanted to find out, uh, just make for sure. Anyway, uh, welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio nine thirty W B E N. Oh, it's great for the heart, it really is. Anyway, uh, good to be with you on a Wednesday. It's already midweek, and I, I I found out something last night that I did not realize, and maybe it's of some interest to you. I'm not going to do the show on it, but. Um, This weekend is Ellicottville's Fall Festival. Ellicottville's Fall Festival. I did not realize until last night that so many people from Buffalo in the immediate burbs spend the weekend in Ellicottville that it actually affects the restaurants and bars in Buffalo and the suburbs, the immediate suburbs. I had no idea. But apparently uh, it started many years ago, and it has only gotten worse with every succeeding year. So if you have to work as a bartender or a server in a local joint Friday, Saturday, and Sunday – you uh, may not see the volume of business that you're expecting because everybody's down in Ellicottville. You know, the one thing in Ellicottville that is a must... Say, oh, no, I don't want to say it's a must-do because then I'm going to have to wait doubly in line. Never mind, never mind. There's nothing that's a must-do in Ellicottville. Let's just quickly move on. Uh, so I had to get into work uh, today, and I'm, I'm a little bit resentful of this, uh, frankly, and you know, of this working for a living is for the birds. Because uh, I'm in the middle of watching El Chapo on Netflix. And so far I've gotten to the point where the Mexicans capture him and he's trying to make a deal with the corrupt Mexican guy who overturned General Blanco. So I've gotten that far. And one of the problems that I experience with binge watching, and I probably shouldn't admit this either, but... Usually, I can't really get into something before work because my mind is in a million different places. And if I have errands to do, the only time I can really get them done is before work. So it's a it's a difficult time for me to do too much binge watching. But uh, at night, when all the fun and frivolity is done with, all the partying is over for the evening, I like to go home and I like to turn on the TV. But Do you uh, also do what I do? Do you have a tendency to uh, nod off in front of the TV? Like you're super into something. You're really, really getting into it. And you close your eyes just for a second. And then you wake up and it's midnight or 2.30 in the morning and you're screen savers going around on your television, Samsung, Samsung, Samsung. Yeah, that's what happens to me. So I have to find an appropriate time to binge watch. And sometimes if I'm binge watching, I have to do it all over again. And I am I'm just I'm curious. We do this periodically, but there are right now there, I don't even know where to begin, between network television, between cable TV, between the various streaming services there are that I don't have and those that I do have, such as Amazon and Netflix, there is more content than there has ever been before. You go to YouTube, there, there are even videos on learn German in 60 minutes, and somebody will teach you basic German in about 60 minutes, which is really kind of freaky. Um, But it's invaluable for watching the History Channel. (laughs) So anyway, um, I have found myself binge-watching or or trying to binge-watch El Chapo on Netflix. It's the story of a Mexican drug lord. He's now actually in prison. He's in Supermax in Colorado, proving that crime only paid for a little while. Because he'll never see freedom again. And if you read up on how Supermax is regulated and governed, that's one place where you never, ever, ever want to go. I think the death penalty would be preferable to spending a year or a week in, uh, in, in Supermax. Seriously, it's so sterile. That's where they put, because uh, uh, the Supermax prisons, that's where they put the worst the worst. Like uh, Tsarnaev, the one who survived, unfortunately, uh, the Unabomber. Uh, that's where they put those guys. Of course, they sent Whitey Bulger into the general population and let every inmate know he was going to be at the prison so he could get whacked, so he couldn't talk too much about all the corruption in the outside world. Um, he conveniently uh, had his eyes basically smashed out of his head. The force of the blows uh, were so severe. I mean, come on, why Why would they send Whitey Bulger to a general population prison, knowing that the guy had been in bed with uh, the feds for years. And that's how he stayed on top of the Boston power chain. Uh, of course, you sent him to general population, so he can't talk too much. And talk about a tempting target. Whoever killed Whitey Bulger is not exactly uh, unwelcome in that prison by the other inmates. But I digress. Uh, so I happen to be trying to get into El Chapo now on Netflix. I did fall asleep for some of the early episodes, but I did watch some of it this morning after some of the early morning errands were completed and I'm looking forward to watching the rest of it. It is a little weird though because the English translation and the English subtitles don't exactly go along with each other. Like they'll have the English translation in in sound, okay? And then they'll have, if you turn on the subtitles, they'll have the subtitles underneath. And there's a difference in wording, a difference in verbiage between what you read on the screen, if you choose the subtitle option, and what you hear the characters speaking. It's like kind of like watching an old Japanese Godzilla movie, which has been parodied many a time with mouths moving but nothing coming out, and then things coming out when mouths aren't moving. So um, I'm kind of curious what you are watching right now and whatever streaming service you happen to be watching it upon uh, el chapo i am getting into that i am sorry to tell you i have not been able to get into yellowstone something always comes up for example i was just about to get into yellowstone when the queen died and then that made me watch on youtube a whole bunch of documentaries about the house of windsor and then, of course, I had to buy the King's Speech with Colin Firth on Amazon because he was Queen Elizabeth II's father. Uh, George VI was, 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 her, was her father. And the guy who gave up the throne to marry the woman he loved, he was Edward VIII. He was Queen Elizabeth's uncle so, uh, and King Charles' uh, great-uncle. So I, I got I got waylaid by events that were taking place. What can I say? There, but but again, folks, there is so much out there to watch, and I I don't know about you, but if I if I delve into the world of YouTube, if I delve into the world of YouTube, it. Just is amazing the stuff you will watch that you weren't plan on uh, planning on watching. For example, over the over the weekend or earlier this week, I got roped into by my own mind watching a uh, a faux documentary. Except I didn't know it was a faux documentary when I clicked play. The Man from Thirty Thirty Six, a time traveler. So it's a so-called documentary. And the uh, journalist, a guy named Helms, is interviewing this guy who is from the year 3036, supposedly, in the documentary. But I'm thinking to myself, watching this video, how is it possible that in 500 years we've gone from speaking like they did in Shakespeare's time to word out – how come this guy, a thousand years from now, how come he's speaking English exactly the way we speak English? That's a little bit strange. And there is also one part of that video where the guy is saying, well, you know, in my time, tra- time travel is only done by the uh, military and, and people in those kinds of capacities. And the obvious follow-up question would have been what? Okay, you're interviewing a time traveler who says he's from 3036, and the time travel is only for people in the military. What's your obvious question? Well, whose military are you with? What what rank are you? Why are you here? And he said it was an accident. But anyway, it's a fake documentary. It's not real. It is not a real thing. But I I figured that out all by myself, (laughs) watching it and realizing, wait a minute. The English language, what we are speaking right now in 1,000 years from right now as English will probably be unintelligible to people in 1,000 years studying the English language, okay? They're going to look at our language the way we look at Beowulf, basically. I don't know any—remember Beowulf in in school? Anybody had to read that? Maybe, kind of, sort of. All right, so what— So anyway, I I end up binge-watching a lot of stuff on YouTube, and it's usually documentaries. And then sometimes I stumble into a faux documentary, okay? And um, I'll hook it up to my TV and plug in the phone so it's powering up overnight And then one documentary leads into another documentary, leads into another documentary, which eventually leads to big black, no, eventually leads to German dungeon porn. It always ends up there, no matter where you go on the Internet. Okay, so what are you binge-watching right now? My guilty pleasure, I've told you this before, my guilty pleasure is shows about true crime. True crime. Now, I'm one of those redneck yahoos used to love watching Live PD. It got pulled from the air in the anti-police climate of the year 2020, the summer of 2020. They did away with Live PD. And Live PD was a great show. And as I've told you a million times, I used to live in Newport Richie, Florida, which is in Pasco County. And they had camera crews with the Pasco County Sheriff's Department. And every single call in Pasco County featured a super skinny guy, a super obese woman, and meth. It was always about meth and skinny guys and super obese women. Every police call in Pasco County. We used to take bets on it watching the show. Uh, But there are so many great shows that are on cable now, getting away from Amazon and Netflix. There are so many shows on cable, on Oxygen, true crime shows. And um, I don't know why, but I've gotten away from watching The First 48, which is an amazing show. And it basically focuses on murder investigations, and it makes the point that uh, the overwhelming majority of homicides are, if they're going to be solved, they're solved within the first 48 hours. And Cold Justice... I love Cold Justice because that is a show about people who thought they got away with murder, eventually sometimes being caught up with by Kelly Ziegler and her team of forensic investigators. And one of the shows that – one of the reasons I I enjoy it uh, is I I, I like to match my wits against trained investigators – and I am stunned, and if you watch the show, I'm sure you've had the same feeling as well, how sloppy some of the police work was in the original investigation. You look at it and you say, well, why didn't they follow up on this? This is rather obvious, and it takes Kelly Ziegler and 10 years to figure out that the initial p- police were morons? Seriously? Um, 803-0930 is the phone number. Z- tell me what you're binge-watching. I confess, I just got into El Chapo on Netflix, and I I have no idea how many episodes I've just signed up for, but unfortunately, I'm lured in now. They reeled me in like a Lake Erie walleye stuffed with weights, and here I sit, waiting for later on tonight where I can go home and get the next episode of El Chapo. I mean, I know how it's going to end. See, that's what's weird you know how it's going to end. It's like watching a documentary on World War II. It only ends one way, okay? Uh, It's not going to end any other way, unless you're Quentin Tarantino and Inglorious Bastards with the alternative view of, of history. But... I, I, I'm I'm taken with the El Chapo miniseries on Netflix. By the way, Gladiator is back on Netflix, and I mentioned last week or the week before the Austin Powers movies are back on Netflix. Well, they're cyclical. They're they're cyclical. Like Gladiator was on a few months ago, then it went off. Now it's back on, and uh, there there's just like I said, there's so much content. And here's the problem: when when you call in to tell me what you're watching, um, I'm going to be ignorant. Of a lot of these shows because we no longer live in an era where when many of us were growing up now if you're generation z generation x whatever this isn't going to make any sense to you because to you there have always been 500 channels and thousands of options as far as streaming okay it's always been there but for some of us There was Channel 4, Channel 2, Channel 7, Channel 29, Channel 17. And if your parents sprung for a rooftop antenna, you could get the Canadian channels. Aha! Yeah, at least two or three Canadian channels would come in. But every time, Happy Days was on, okay? Happy Days was a big hit in the mid-1970s. And if you went to school back then, if you weren't up on the latest doings of the Fonz and Richie Cunningham, you were not in the in crowd, okay? And there's always the kid in your class who thought he was Arthur Fonzarelli, the Fonz. There was always that kid. So, And and it's funny, too, because the Fonz on Happy Days um, was played by Henry Winkler, who I think is like five foot two or thereabouts, but you never got that sense watching them on happy days. Not that I'm exactly a tree, I'm just saying. Uh, what are you binge watching? What would you recommend that we binge watch? And is anybody else out there a sucker for true crime shows such as Snapped, such as Cold Justice? Oh, I love that show. I, I, I love the feeling. I, I, if you watch the show, you know what I'm talking about. When they interview some guy, and they did this on a recent show. It was a Florida homicide. And the one guy who is, to me, pretty much the committer of the crime, they interview him, and he starts going absolutely uh, crazy. He, he gets all fidgety. He's sweating like a pig. He's spraying himself with water. He's moving from log to log. And it's like, okay, what about this guy's behavior makes any sense whatsoever? This guy knows that the law has caught up with him. And then you get the intelligent people, the intelligent murderers, who, when the questions start getting a little too close, or when they say, well, this is what you're telling us now, but... We have your phone records from 2005. In fact, we've got copies of your texts from 2005. And by the way, we also have have cell tower pings of where you were when you were sending those texts. And here they are. Do you want to see them? And that person will always say, you know, I'm done talking with you. I think I'm going to talk to my lawyer. (laughs) First thing you do is, no, I'm not talking to you. I would like my lawyer. Thank you. Uh, But anyway, I want to know what you're binge-watching, and do you have a true crime, guilty pleasure? I mean, I like seeing justice done. I like seeing the bad people brought before justice and being held accountable for the misery they've inflicted on other people. And cold justice is always about murder, just like 48 Hours, the first 48, is always about murder. That's the whole thing. What is Snapped always about? Snapped is always about murder. And we've mentioned this before. I've done similar shows, but there are two uh, commonalities to every single true crime show on TV. And what are they? One of them, Walmart. No matter what you're watching, there is always a Walmart connection to it. No matter what, there's always a reference to Walmart. That's number one. Okay? Okay. Walmart, Walmart, Walmart. It is ubiquitous across the true crime spectrum, no matter what you happen to be watching. The other is um, really a lot of people going on national TV wearing T-shirts. Um, maybe they weren't expected to be on camera. I'm just saying. All right, let me give you the phone numbers on WBEN. 803-0930 is the phone number. That's 803 803- 0930 star 930 on the cell phone and 1800616wben uh, i know your time is valuable and it's not a good idea to call now cuz you're just going to go on hold for about 8 minutes so hold off on calls till about 235 and when we come back from the news break then you should call in all right so that's what i want to talk about oh the other common actually there are three things in common with every murder show life insurance And it just, it boggles my mind that some of the early police investigations didn't catch on to the fact that, hey, there was a huge life insurance policy that somebody benefited by. Ding! That should be the first question. All right, 228 at News Radio 930 WBEN. I'm on
0: the wrong line of work.
1: Call from mom.
3: Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
1: Okay, now is a good time to call because I can talk to you, and uh, I've got a while before any uh, of those nasty interruptions. Uh, what are you watching on? Uh, what are you watching on TV? Seriously, as far as uh, Netflix, Amazon, uh, Hulu, whatever streaming service uh, is uh, your favorite tra- uh, streaming service, uh, what what is what is your thing? And is anybody else out there a sucker for true crime programs such as? cold justice, such as Snapped. 803 0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800- 616-WBEN. Um, last time I touched on this, uh, a lot of people called in and, and recommended um, Yellowstone. and I, I, You know what? I haven't had a chance to get into uh, Yellowstone. I just, I every time I'm going to do it, something else comes up. I run into something else uh, on online, and I uh, just Can't seem to get to it. And it's surprising because I think Kevin Costner is a terrific actor. He was terrific in The Highwaymen, which is also on Netflix. It's a movie. Uh, What are you watching, whether it's binge watching or maybe you uncovered a hidden gem uh, that we need to know about? Uh, on the uh, on, on the television. I know it's almost heresy on the radio to talk about television, but 803-0930, Star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Um, what, I, uh, what I do like about uh, the, the true crime shows, again, is I, I like to see people who have done really horrible things to other people get their comeuppance. And I love it when they say, so-and-so was arrested, convicted, and sent away for life without parole. I uh, I, I, I pitch a little tent um, when I see that because I watch the shows outside, of course, and one has to have shelter from the storm, clearly. Um, but the other one is uh, um, I, I don't like it at, at all. When I'm watching this uh, show, I, let's say Cold Justice, where they look at all these cold cases— uh, from usually these Yahoo police departments across the country who clearly didn't do a really good job the first time they ran through the case. And um, and I, 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 it, it drives me unbelievably batty when the cops, helped by this Kelly Ziegler and the outside cops they bring in and the forensics people they bring in, they put together what I consider to be a really compelling case worthy of an indictment. And they show at the end of the show, um, the such-and-such county prosecutor is now reviewing the evidence gathered by the team. Now reviewing it? What are you talking about? There's enough there to proceed. What are you doing? 803-0930, star 930, and uh, 1-800-616-WBEN. Okay, maybe this topic sucks. I'm perfectly willing to admit, I I thought it would be fun. I thought it would be good, but apparently you people don't want fun. You don't deserve fun, and we'll um, put you in a corner and make you stare at the wall. The, while I'm thinking about it, though, the other thing that I saw on uh, on Netflix is um, uh, a it, it's a World War II movie. It's uh, it's called The Champion, and it is about this Polish inmate at Auschwitz, and they discover that he was a boxer, and he's really good. Tadeusz something or other. I'm sure some of you of Polish ancestry are probably related to him um, or have have heard the name. But what's interesting about the champion, because needless to say, if I watch a movie and it's based on a true story, do, do you usually go online and try to say, well, how true was the story? How good a representation was it? So I like to look up everything I can about a certain um, about a certain movie, and it turns out that the champion, although it was filmed in language other than English, this company in Israel did deep fake technology to make it seem as though the characters were speaking English. And you don't run into that the mouth is moving but no sound is coming out thing I mentioned before. All right, what are you binge watching? What would you recommend to the people? What do you recommend to people in your own life when you run into your friends? Wow, you got to see this. you got to check this out. I mean, I'm into El Chapo right now, but... I've made an emotional commitment to it. I'm not sure if it's going to go the duration or not. Let's go to, uh, I wonder how many people are just getting caught up with the Sopranos too, by the way. Ah, Here's Eileen in uh, Bliss on WBEN. Hello. Eileen in Bliss, you are on. Eileen in Bliss, I'll try this one more time. You're on the radio. Hi, how you doing, Tom? Okay, you're on.
5: Good, yeah. um, You know what? Uh, we're longtime watchers of The Bold and the Beautiful and The Young and the Restless.
1: So we're t- Yeah, soap operas. I didn't know anybody still watch those. Oh, my God. We're addicted. Uh, when you say we, that includes who? Uh, me and my husband. Really? Yes. There's a professor at UB 40 years ago, 30 years ago, who actually offered classes in soap operas. Um, what, what, what is so compelling about those particular uh, soap operas?
5: Oh, you know what? Maybe it's just the lives that these people lead, and it's you know they lead crazy. They have crazy things happen to them, and you just know that that's like it's it's just like fun and exciting to watch. Uh, a lot of infidelity is there. Uh, well, you know what? They don't really show it. Well, they it's... lead you on, as and you pretty much have a pretty good idea of what is potentially going to happen.
1: Well, there's there's I mean, some people's lives are called soap operas. Some people use the term drama um, to describe what's going on in people's lives. So the bold and the beautiful and the young and the restless. Yes. What is is sand like sand of an hour through an hourglass such as the days, the days of our lives. Is that still on?
5: Uh, You know what? I I don't know. I, I only watch these two. So those are the only two I can attest to. They don't still use the hokey organ music, do they? Um. You know what? Kind of a funny story is that because of uh, streaming television, we actually went back and were starting to watch The Bowl and the Beautiful from day one. And we actually bombed through the entire year of, of season one. And they used a lot more of that, you know, dramatic kind of music back
1: then as compared to now. Very interesting. I just I remember uh, the days of our lives as a little boy. My mother would always watch that, and the organ at the beginning. Um, <laughs> yeah. And now it's a different thing. All right, uh, Eileen, I appreciate hearing from you. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Enjoy will... the weather. Oh, be- oh no, I can't enjoy it. I'm in here. Uh, I can vicariously. You can you can vicariously enjoy it for me though. If you're having fun, I'm having fun. Here's Bob in Buffalo. Bob, what are you watching? What are you recommending to your friends?
6: All right, so I know you're a big history guy. I don't know if you're into, like, this era of history, but it's called Barbarians, and it's on Netflix. It is about um, Rome's invasion into, like, the Germanic tribes and everything and, like, the Teutonic Woods and all that. It is so good. Um, I don't know if you would have watched that HBO series, Rome.
1: No, I, I heard a lot about it, but I never caught up with it. Like I said, right, there's, well, there's so much out there, that, and that, no, that's right. one of the reasons I'm doing the show.
6: Gotcha. Well, if people have watched that, it's very similar to that, wherein it's, like, pretty historically accurate to certain aspects um, and, you know, pretty violent and, you know, sex scenes and all that. It's, you know, juicy. But uh, the really, really cool thing about it is all of the Germans speak German and all of the Romans speak actual Latin it is so cool.
1: Now, that's cool. Now, when you say it's actually historically accurate, how do we know that for a fact? Because the Barbarians didn't leave any written records. We're depending on a few records from ancient Rome.
6: Yeah, well, I mean, it's as accurate as it can be for a, a action show like this. I mean, there's a lot of you know liberties they take in it, but it's I think it's pretty good. I mean, accurate as far as like the costume design and kind of the atmosphere they set and how they di- like uh, display the Germans is not like these gross actual barbarians, more or less, but like they had really civilized tribes and all that and were really struggling against them. And it's just, it's really, really cool.
1: So, uh, what you're saying, uh, it, are you familiar with the movie Gladiator with Russell Crowe? No.
6: no, I've been meaning to walk that. Oh, on my, well, see, if you... Like, if, if, if you kit, I know I need
1: to. Sir, if you like barbarians, you're going to like the beginning of the movie Gladiator with Russell Crowe, because when you're describing barbarians, it sounds an awful lot like the beginning of that movie, uh, where uh, the general is taking on, along with his legion, the Felix Legion, the uh, Teutonic tribes, including one yeah. very, very large fellow who... Uh, despite his great strength, wasn't able to get a really good spiral on the human head at the beginning. (laughs) I see. But, all right, Barbarians, and this is a series on Netflix.
6: Yeah, they only have one season out, but the second one I think is coming out in like a week or two, so I'm super excited.
1: All right, uh, that sounds like something in which I would have an interest. I thank you kindly for recommending it. Barbarians, any other fans out there? Thank you, Bob. Any other Barbarians fans out there? Uh, the beginning, of course, uh, uh, Gladiator is where the very famous, the first time they say, strength and honor. And it was parodied in The Sopranos, scotch and soda. And, uh, um, yeah, that was really kind of a kind of a cool beginning to a movie. It sucked you right in. Gladiator sucked you right in, okay? It just made a statement, and you couldn't turn away. From the first scene, it, it was one of those movies. Uh, let's go to Guy in... Uh, uh, West Seneca, Guy, you are on WBEN. Um, you got a TV recommendation for people out there? Yeah, I got
2: two of them. Uh, they're both police shows. The Wire, which uh, I'm sure a lot of people out there have seen before, but it's great when you binge it. Um, and the other one is Bosch, which is based on some Michael Conley books. But uh, they're both excellent shows, very true to life on the on the police departments that they portray and uh, we man, both me and my wife really enjoyed them.
1: Now, The Wire, I believe I read a list recently where The Wire was rated one of the top 30 TV shows of all time. Would you go that far?
2: Yeah, I, I would put it right up there. In the, t- I think it was rated number four. I, I would put it up there in the top four, top five, top three, maybe even. It's a great show. Obviously, The Sopranos was number one, and I think the Sopranos deserved it. Breaking Bad was in the top three, another great one um another great one to binge to but i would definitely put the wire up there it portrayed the baltimore police department so accurately and their their experimentation and trying to, you know on the war on drugs and their use of comstat meetings which we did in buffalo also decades after they did and it was shocking how in real life our police officials did the exact same stupid things huh? that They did on The Wire, and it's like, haven't you seen The Wire? This doesn't work. It fails, and sure enough, it failed in Buffalo, too.
1: So, Guy, do do you watch any of the true crime shows and see if you can reach the conclusion as to who did it before they do?
2: You know, I used to. I I have to admit a fascination in the past with it, but I've gotten away with it, and I'm quite happy because more often than not, you're, you're, you're wanting to throw something against the wall if you've been in law enforcement, that the screw-ups really get you mad and you wonder what on earth, who's in charge here, you know, and (laughs) it really gets you mad. So I don't anymore. Thank God. God. I'm glad I got away from it.
1: Well, see, I I understand that because... I'm amazed, cold justice, how many times these cops, and they're usually like these yokel departments without a lot of resources, how many times they're only finding out that there was a life insurance policy when the outside people come in and say, did you know there was a life insurance policy involved?
2: Yeah, and it makes you wonder on some of those small departments. I mean, because it happens in cities, too. Um, But you wonder if it's because the the perpetrator knew someone. Uh, You just don't know. With the small towns, and sometimes those people commit those crimes because they know they can get away with it because of who they know.
1: All right, man. Thank you. I appreciate. I appreciate the call. The Wire and Bosch. Uh, thank yes. you. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, The Wire is very, very highly recommended. What are you watching? What would you recommend on TV? Uh, does anybody want to disagree with the premise that The Sopranos is the greatest television show ever in history? I can't argue that. I I would I would go to bat. For The Sopranos being number one, you might disagree, and, and that's fine. Uh, let's go to uh, Diane and Wilson. Diane, you're on WBen. What do you have for us?
3: Um, I've been watching Wentworth. It's a woman's prison show. Um, it's kind of like The Orange Is the New Black, only it's better. Um, my my kids and I watched that. Not at the same time, like, they they live in different households, but um, it's really good, and it's addicting. And I always say, oh, my God, if I do anything bad, at least I know how to act and everything if I go to jail or something because um, it's a really addicting show.
1: Well, at least you'll meet lots of nice girls. I mean, there's that.
3: Yeah, and then there's another show... um, my kids wanted me to watch because everybody's watching this. It's called Dahmer. Oh yeah, and it's it's horrible. It's so scary and disgusting. I just I watched like three episodes and I didn't want to watch anymore because it was so gruesome
1: you know it's interesting you say that because i have a confession i'll make to you for as much as i love the true crime shows i've mentioned the serial killer ones i i I can't get into Dahmer. i had the same feeling you did i started watching it and i felt dirty and sleazy and i couldn't watch it anymore the john wayne gacy tapes i can't do it i Uh, can't watch it ted bundy i can't watch it there's another one, though, you might like. The Sons of Sam is on Netflix. Have you seen that? Oh, no. Well, basically, the thesis is David Berkowitz was not the only 44 caliber killer in New York City. And then David oh. Berkowitz does the Born Again Christian act, but he refuses to name any accomplices, which kind of makes him seem like he's full of crap. Uh, hmm. Diane, so um, Wentworth... Yes, Dahmer thumbs down. Right. Uh, It's
3: just gross. It's just the Dahmer thing makes me feel bad about how kids, how um, parents raise their kids, because I don't know if the way his father was made him turn out really gross and disgusting. Remember the the father would get roadkill and then they would experiment and
1: yeah yeah I that's that's a little over the top for me I I can't I can't do that I won't even look at roadkill on the road yeah not in just not into that I should be a vegetarian and I'm getting close but uh, chicken's a vegetable right okay thought so all right thank you very much for the recommendations Diane uh, good stuff so far let's uh, keep these coming see I knew this was good it's just a question of uh, you know, lighting a fire under people's buttocks and getting them to go. And that's actually that whole concept of nature versus nurture with Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, there's a scene in The Highwayman, which is about the hunt for Bonnie and Clyde from the cop's perspective. Um, and it's a made-up scene where Kevin Costner and the guy who plays Clyde Barrow's father are talking about why Clyde Barrow of uh, uh, Bonnie and Clyde got into a life of crime. And Kevin Costner asks the rhetorical question, you ever think there was something inside of Clyde that made him steal that chicken in the first place? And Clyde Barrow's father says, maybe he was hungry. Maybe we're all hungry. And Kevin Costner says, I can't, I, I can't argue that. I might have watched that a few times. Um, I, I'm fascinated by that era. And what I love about the Highwaymen, about Bonnie and Clyde, is it's not really about Bonnie and Clyde. It's about Frank Hamer and uh, uh, his his uh, partner and a posse that they put together to track and eventually lure, uh, well, not lure, but uh, catch the Barrow gang, Bonnie and Clyde, in ambush and the uh, the uh, the scene where the cops ambushed Bonnie and Clyde was actually filmed on location where it really happened and Kevin Costner said it was freaky doing that whole scene and they covered the road which is now pavement they covered that with dirt for the uh, for the uh, uh, for the movie So he has some good suggestions so far but you know they don't always have to be true crime stuff that just happens to be my uh, my passion. And I just, it, but it, it's a frustrating passion because when the new investigators come in and they point out information that should have been a dead giveaway whenever the homicide happened, it's like, how could you guys not have seen that? Really? Seriously? I mean, come on. Who is it, Barney Fife running the homicide investigation?
0: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four
1: iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.